You're listening to the most inspiring radio station. JCC Radio, bringing the gospel to you. We thank you because of who you are. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you, the Lord, that we are gathered in your name to hear your word. And I pray as your people receive your word today, that your word will come with power to heal, to deliver, and to save. Lord, we, I pray that uh, your word will build us so that we may receive the things that you need, you want us to have, so that we can become the kind of people that you created us to be. We worship you and we give you praise. Mm -hmm. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 I want to greet everyone watching this service in the name of Jesus. I want you to know uh, we love you uh, and... God has something special for you. If you need deliverance, there is deliverance for you. If you need healing, there is healing. Whatever you need is available. Need salvation, there is a salvation for you. And, and this is your day. This is your day. That's why the Lord has connected you to uh, this service today. So we're going to go uh, into the Word of God. We are continuing on with the series of uh, living by faith. And I want to read, I want us to read from two uh, uh, portions of scripture um, uh, this evening. I want you to go to Second uh, Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1. I'm going to read from verse 2 to verse 4. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, all the way down to verse 4. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which has been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through this, you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. I want you to underline uh, in verse, verse 4. 
it says by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Uh, let's go to um, um, Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. Begin reading, reading from verse, verse 1 to verse 4. Pastor Laura. Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. And Lord went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Thank you. Uh, today I want us to learn how to live like just men. Mm. How to live like just men. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse uh, 38, the Bible says, The just shall live mm -hmm. by faith. Habakkuk uh, 2.4, it says, Behold the proud. Uh, he is not upright in his ways, but the just shall live by his faith. Yeah. Romans 1, 17, uh, 16 and 17. The Apostle Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel mm -hmm. because it is the power of God. The gospel yes. is the power of God mm -hmm. unto salvation. In it, the righteousness of God has been revealed mm -hmm. from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Mm -hmm. Now, living like the just is living in what Jesus called the abandoned, abandoned life 
God intended for his people not to lack anything that they need. Not to lack revelation because destruction comes to the people of God when they have no revelation. God never intended for us to lack spiritual uh, strength to fight the battles of life because life is full of conflicts and your faith is supposed to be your shield to guard you against all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Mm. And so from the beginning when God created man, he created man to live an abundant life. And that abundant life was a life that was going to be achieved through men totally trusting and depending on God. God never created man to depend on his understanding Mm. or on what he had. Mm -hmm. He never intended man to trust in things that can you can have today and tomorrow, you do not have them. God wanted men to learn to depend on him. And that's why First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 17, he, he, uh, the apostle Paul is writing to Timothy and he tells him to advise or to command those who have got uh, worldly riches not to depend on the things that they have, yeah. but to trust in the living God mm. who has given us all things for us to enjoy. Yes. You know, sometimes we don't think that God wants us to enjoy anything mm. because uh, the Christian life most of the time is full of struggles. But, but God wants us to enjoy all things. Mm. He wants us to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. He wants us to have it in abundance yes. and and this cannot happen unless we live the way he intended for us to live from the beginning mm-hmm. he intended for man to live by faith and living by faith is living according to the promises mm-hmm. and that's why we read uh, a first uh, in second peter uh, chapter 1, where the word of God is talking, uh, the, the apostle Peter is saying some very powerful things, uh, uh, which I, I, I really want to uh, uh, bring to you so that you may, you may understand your portion. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't understand your portion, you can't go for it. Peter says to them, grace and peace be multiplied to you. I love the way the apostles addressed people. Yeah. Grace and peace yeah. be multiplied to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, grace is what you don't deserve. It's what only can come from God. Yeah. And he says grace and peace 
be multiplied to you uh, in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord as His divine power. That the divine power of God has given to us all things. It's given to us health. It's given to us wealth. It has given to us everything that pertains to life and godliness. That means as a child of God, you should never struggle with anything pertaining to life. Mm -hmm. And how is it that we are not going to struggle? Because sometimes we don't have those things. We don't have. But God has given all things. And that's why we need the knowledge of God. And it is through the knowledge of God that we are going to become partakers of his divine nature. And when you become a partaker of God's divine nature, then you have access to the things that you do not have in this physical life. You have access to the things that are promised by God. The promises of God which are yea and amen in yes. Christ Jesus. Yes. And God has given us one thing which can never fail, through which we have access to everything that we need in life. And that's why Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Because those who come to Him must believe that God is. And that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So we come to God and when we come to Him we must believe that God is present. He is present in the situation, in the circumstance that you are in. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Mm -hmm. There is no minute that a child of God is alone. Even when you feel lonely, you are only feeling lonely because you are depending on your senses. God will never leave us. And He will always be with us. In tough times, and in good times. Yeah. When we feel it. And when we don't feel it. Yeah. When we know it. And when we don't know it. God is our present help. Yes, yes. And he is present with us right now. Yes. And he's present with you wherever you are. You need to know this. That he is with you right there. And he is with you in the situation. That you are going through. Men can give false promises. In in this time of Corona. They are saying we are. In this. Together. But some. Of those that we are together with. 
end up dying. So are we together? Because we're not dying together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's right. But the promise of God is not like that. Yeah. That's an encouraging word, and it is wonderful mm-hmm. when you hear it. It is, it builds you. But the word of God is different. Yeah. Because when God says He will be with you, yeah. He will be with you. That's right. Hallelujah. And He will be with you always, not sometimes. Amen. So, learning to live by faith is a must for all the children of God. Because I don't know whether there is anybody who has become a believer who does not want to please God. When you get saved, you want to please God in your life. And Hebrews has told us that without faith, it is impossible to please Him. So you need faith. James and other uh, uh, apostles who have written about faith will, will tell you that your faith must be accomplished, must accomplish some works. You must mix your faith with the things that you are doing. And the father of faith, as we all know, is Abraham. And every time I think about the walk of faith, I always think about Abraham. Because Abraham, the Bible calls him two things. It calls him a friend of God and it calls him the father of faith. Now, that puts him in a class that you cannot... Ignore him. He is the father of us all. Mm-hmm. Romans chapter 4 tells us that. Mm-hmm. We who are of faith, he is the father of us all. Yes. And so, the calling of Abraham, he is being called to faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. And we are also called to faith. When God calls you into salvation, He calls you into faith. Mm-hmm. Now, Abraham is called Genesis chapter 12, where we, went, where we read. It says, And the Lord had said to Abraham, Come, get out of your country. Get out of your kingdom. Get out of your father's house Mm. and come to the land that I will show you. So, when you are called to faith, you are called out of something. Mm -hmm. Abraham was being called to his familiar territory. He was called out of places where he could depend on people. Mm -hmm. Because when you come out of your kindred, it means you are coming to people that you do not know. Yeah. Your kindred are people that know you and people that you know. And Abraham is told, come out of your family, yeah. come out of your kindred, come out of your father's house, and come to the land that I will show you. Yes. 
God was going to show him the land of faith. Abraham was not familiar. He was bringing him from the familiar territory to an, to an unfamiliar territory. And that's the difficult thing about learning faith. Because God wants all of us to get out of our familiar territory. And what is that familiar territory? It's the territory where we have learned everything by or through our five senses. That's right. And God is calling us and telling us, get out of that place where you use your, your senses and come and I will teach you a better way of living. The just shall live by faith. Living by faith is living a better way than those that are using their senses. And Abraham is with his family when God calls him. Yeah. Where are they? They are in all of the Chaldeans. And he's supposed to leave his family. But I, I, I know every one of us know that's a very difficult thing to do. Because our families are part of us. So, if you read chapter 11, you will realize that the Bible says uh, they they left their homeland of Hul to go to Canaan. Mm. Some people say, God did not tell Abraham where he was taking him. God told Abraham where he was taking him. (laughs) But the, the Lord was saying, I will show you that place. Why? Because Abraham had never been there. Yeah, that's right. He was taking him to an unfamiliar place. And he says, when you come out of where you are familiar with, yeah. I will show you where you don't know. Mm. And, and, and the, you know, the call of God does not change. When he calls us, he calls us from familiar grounds to an unfamiliar ground. He calls us into a world of believing. From a world of seeing and touching and and smelling and, you know, using our senses to a place where you will have to walk by what is promised. And what was the promise? Abraham is told, when you come out, I will show you. The land where you will not lack anything. The land where you will live with me. Mm. He said, I will show you. When you come out, I will show you. Mm. And you know, there are so many of us who want want to see God. Mm. But we want to see him still in the land of our fathers. We want to see God in our familiar territory. We, 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 we want to, to still be in charge of what is going on, yet we want God to show us his greatness. God says, ah, as long as you are living there, you will depend on your understanding. I want to bring you to a place where your understanding will not help you. And when it calls you, it gives you promises. Mm-hmm. He says to Abraham, when you come out, I will bless you. Yeah. 
I will make your name great. I will make you a blessing. And God says to Abraham, I'm going to protect you so much that whoever would want to bring you down by a curse, I will deal with them by reversing the curse to them. And whoever will want to lift you up by blessing you, then them I will bless. And God says, and through you, this is where we're coming. This is how he becomes our father. Mm -hmm. Through you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Tell your neighbor you're being called for a blessing. God wants you to enjoy all things. He wants you to enjoy all things. And he has called us for a blessing. But these blessings that God has called us, they are achieved through his divine power. And so you have to enter into his divine nature. And what is God's divine nature? God's divine nature is the nature of faith. He lives in the realm of the spirit where everything begins from. Mm -hmm. And in that realm, there is no lack, there is no limitation. In that realm, there is nothing that you will fail to have. Because I say God has given you one thing that never fails. It is called faith. Faith never fails. Say it with me. Faith never fails. Say it again. Faith never fails. People can fail you, but faith will never fail. People can, can, uh, uh, they can let you down, but faith will not let you down. And it doesn't matter what you are going through right now. Faith never Fail. Say, say it again. Faith, Faith never, never fails. fails. So, if there is a good place you can move to, is to come out of your familiar grounds and move to the realm of the spirit, which is the realm of faith, which is the, the place where failure will be a thing of the past. Amen. Now, uh, I always say this, and I want to say this at this point so that you you can move with us as we learn how to live by faith. God never uses untested things. So, your faith must be tested so that it can be useful yeah. to you. Mm. So the story of Abraham is an interesting story because they move with his family all the way to Haran. Mm. 
One of his brothers died in Ur. Then they come all the way to Aram. His father dies there. And uh, Abraham now has only loot. And he moves with loot. And they come into the land of Canaan. Now, when they enter the land of Canaan, Abraham built an altar to the Lord yeah. mm -hmm. who had appeared to him. In other words, Abraham has come out of the place where they worshipped what they could see, they could touch. They worshipped things. His father was a priest and they worshipped things that were material. But the God who had appeared to him Hallelujah. was not visible. Yeah. And when he builds an altar to an, a God who cannot be seen, he says, the Lord God who had spoken to him. Mm -hmm. That God is the one that is saying, now I have come to your land. Mm -hmm. Show me how to live here. Yeah. And how does God begin Abraham's journey? He says that there was famine yeah. in the land. The first thing mm -hmm. was, Abraham, you can't depend on material. Mm -hmm. So, here where you have come, there is no food. Mm. What are you going to do? That was the challenge of Abraham's faith. Are you able to stay where there is no provision according to the natural? And Abraham could not do that. Why? He has just entered the school of faith. Mm. The first exam that is given to him, he fails. <laughs> and in Canaan, everybody is going to Egypt. Because there was food in Egypt. In the scriptures, Egypt always is a sign of the world. And if you do not understand faith, you will begin to envy Egypt, the world, because the people who are in the world will seem to be doing better yeah. than the people who have begun the journey of faith. Mm. They have Food, they have shelter, they have everything they need, and you begin to see everybody moving there to Egypt because there is food, there is abundance of everything in Egypt. God told Abraham, I have called you, and in this land that I have called you, I will bless you. In other words, Hallelujah. you will not lack anything though there is nothing. Mm. 
But that's a tough situation for somebody who has come from Mesopotamia. Uh-huh. He has come from the land of abundance. Yeah. And he comes to a place where there is no food. And I think they had, a, they had a talk with his wife. And they said, God has brought us to this land, but there is no food. We can't go back from where we are coming from because he told us to come out. And we have gotten out of the land and we have come to this land and there is no food. So let's go where the people of Canaan go. And they followed the people of Canaan who were going to Egypt. And what happens when you begin the journey that God did not call you for? You are caught by something called fear. Everybody say fear. Shout it. Fear. He begins to think about the challenges ahead of him. Isn't that what happens when you are in the natural? You must plan your life. Years to come, what is going to happen? And God has brought him to a place where he's saying, Your life, your present, your future is all in my hands. And I have a good plan for you. To give you a hope and to give you a future to give you an expected end of blessing Mm. but when you are beginning you are beginning in a challenge there is no food so Abraham they begin a journey that God didn't call them to and as they are walking they begin to talk to the wife and say "Eh, you know I know the Egyptians Mm-hmm. They love beautiful women. Mm-hmm. And you are very beautiful. So when we get there, you will be my sister. Yeah. Fear. Fear. What is he afraid of? Yeah. He has not even gotten to Egypt. Mm-hmm. But he has heard that the Egyptians love beautiful women. Huh. The Mesopotamians must have been trading with the Egyptians because those are two of the ancient kingdoms. Mm. So from Mesopotamia to Egypt, there must have been a trade going on so they knew each other. And Abraham says to to Sarah, when we get there, you'll have to be my sister so that I can live for your sake. Because if they see me and they know that you are my wife, they will kill me and let you live. So, the journey of faith cannot be a journey of cowards. Uh You must deal with your fear. That's why God says, I am with you. Mm -hmm. And whatever you are afraid of is not big enough. I can deal with it. Mm So, Abraham journeys with his wife and they get into Egypt. Now, on this journey, they have become brother and sister. 
And they come into the land. And the Egyptians see. Sarah, they say. Ah, she's so beautiful. Mm. And who is this? She say, my brother. Oh, the princess of Pharaoh also get news. Because every beautiful woman in the land is supposed to be the wife of the king. And they, they, they hear that there is a very, very beautiful woman that has just come into the land. They are looking for food. Yeah. And the news go all the way to the king. And the king say, of course, as our tradition is, every beautiful woman in this land is my wife. So bring her over. They say, but she has with her, our brother. Pharaoh said, treat him nicely. Like my brother-in-law. And Abraham is given the wealth of Egypt. He is given gold and silver, cattle, and all kinds of things. Why? Now he is part of the royal family. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. He has everything minus a wife. <laughs> Isn't that dangerous? Yeah. Yes. So, God, by His mercy, He, he was the only one who could deliver Abraham from the mess that he had put himself in. Yes. When you step out of faith, yeah. you step into mess. That's right. You come out of faith. It doesn't matter how everything looks. It may look nice, but you will be in a mess. Abraham does not even know what to do. But God... Who knows how to treat us as children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you do with a little child that you are bringing up mm. when they mess themselves up? What do you do? Clean them up. You clean them up, isn't yeah, it? That's mm -hmm. right. He's learning. He's a child. He has messed. God is not mad with them. He knows. They are learning. They are kids. By faith, in faith, they are children. So what does he do? He said, I am going to plague the house of Pharaoh for Abraham's sake. Wow. Wow. And everybody in the palace is sick except one person. So Pharaoh gets news. All oh, his wives are sick. All his servants are sick. All his sons and daughters are sick. Everybody in the palace is sick. And he hears, but this new wife is not sick. I think Pharaoh calls her and says, tell me, 
Who are you? Yeah. And why are you not sick and you are part of my family? Everybody in my family is sick except you. She said, I'm not part of your family. I am another man's wife. And I think she said, and my husband is a man of God. He's a prophet. Then Pharaoh says, bring, bring that man, the brother. Then he asked Abraham, why did you do such a thing? What was it? It was a lie. Huh? Why did you lie? I could have taken her as my wife. And the whole nation would have been plagued. I don't know what Abraham said. Because the Bible does not tell me how he answered that. But the king responded. And said, called all his officers and said, Release this man. Let him go with everything that he has. This is his wife. Mm -hmm. The king now is the one to announce Mm -hmm. that Sarah (laughs) is Abraham's wife. Let him go with his wife. And all what he has. Let me ask you. If it was not for the grace, what do you think would have happened to Abraham? You lied to the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You're done. You're done. God protected him because Abraham is a child of God. Amen. And he is learning to walk with oh, God. Yes. And when he is learning to walk with God, he is bound to make some spiritual mistakes. Mm. So if you fall while you are learning to walk the walk of faith, get up yeah. and dust yourself. Yeah. You are not the first one. Mm-hmm. Come on. Amen. The father. Yes. Mm. Went through the same journey. Mm. And he made a lot of mistakes. And God did not give up on him. Mm. Tell your neighbor for me, God will not give up on you. Yes, he has begun a good work in you. And God, you need to have faith. Mm. God will bring the good work that he has begun in us Mm. to perfection. He will complete the good work he has begun in you. The salvation. This is why Paul is saying, I'm not ashamed Mm. of this gospel because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Mm. To the Jew first, then to the Greek. And he says that through it, through the gospel, We go from faith to faith. So, we have begun to learn. And we must go from faith to faith. The father of faith 
75 years old. He was not a young man. And he is married to a barren woman. And God said, I will make your name great. How does a person's name become great? By him having hairs. Because a name is preserved. My children are called by my name. So, it is through that blessing upon Abraham that will make his name great. No one will forget Abraham. You know, uh, the New Testament uh, makes us part of Abraham's kingdom. Amen. Yes. We are sons, we are children of Abraham mm-hmm. by faith. Mm-hmm. And how does it work? Now that he is married to a barren wife. God. Go to chapter 15. Ask to finish the work. The man comes back. He comes back with the wealth of Egypt. But the wealth of Egypt cannot give him children. Chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord, I love this. Mm. The word of the Lord came to Abraham mm-hmm. in a vision saying, what? Do not be afraid. Now the first thing that you have to deal with yeah. in the learning of faith is fear. God says, don't be afraid, Abraham. I am what? I'm your shield. And you are exceedingly great reward. Amen. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go childless, and the hair of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Then Abraham said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one bone in my house is my hair. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, This one shall not be your hair, but one who will come from your own body shall be your hair. Then he, the Lord, brought him outside and said, Look now, towards heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. Underline the next verse. And he, Abraham, believed in the Lord. And he, the Lord, Mm -hmm. accounted it to him for righteousness. Mm -hmm. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of where? Hall of Chaldeans Mm -hmm. to 
give you this land to inherit. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? Now, let's stop here. Something very big has happened. Abraham has now fully obeyed the Lord. Why, what do I mean? Chapter 14, he has parted with his nephew. Remember, the command of the Lord was come out of your family. Come out of your country. Come out of your kingdom. Come out of your father's house. But Abraham left Haran and he went with Lut. Who was part of his family. And God will not do what he has said he will do until you are fully obeyed. When we come out of this partial obedience to total obedience, then we will see faith working. Some people, they read the word and it says, faith never fails. You say, but faith has failed me. Faith never fails. Read my lips. Faith never fails. If faith, if your faith is failing, there is something that you have carried which does not belong. And it becomes a hindrance to your faith. Abraham is taught by God, don't be afraid anymore, Abraham. I am your shield. In other words, I'm your protector. Yeah. I will protect you from shame. Yeah. I will protect you from everything that would have brought you down. I am your shield and I am your reward. I'm your exceedingly great reward. In other words, I will bless you with everything that you have ever imagined to have. And Abraham said, yeah, I have no wealth. But the hair of everything that you have given to me, even when I was in Egypt and I messed up, you blessed me with material things. But who is the hair of all this material I have? One born in my family, one born in my house, but he's not my son. He is born in my family, and his name is Eliezer. So what? What is all this you have given to me since you have given me no offspring? And God said, this one is not going to be your hair. One from your own body will be your hair. Huh. Remember, when he left the land of his father's, he was 75. Mm -hmm. So, he's not young. Right. Sarah is not young too. But God yes. is not bothered about circumstance. Mm -hmm. He will watch over his word yeah. to yes. fulfill it. Amen. No matter what the circumstances look like. Mm, amen. That's what faith says. Mm. 
when you have faith, you will say, I am persuaded yeah. that he is able. Yes. Ha. I'm persuaded. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how it looks like. Yes. But I have a promise. Yes. And the one who gave him gave me the promise cannot lie. Yes. He tells me not to be afraid. I'm not going to be afraid. Mm-hmm. And Abraham is taken outside. What is God doing? He says, come out. Mm-hmm. It was in the evening. Mm-hmm. He said, look up. What do you see? Abraham said, stars. God says, ah, yeah, you see stars. But me, I see your descendants. I see how many children. You say I have not given you, but I have. Ah. When do we receive? Yeah. When we believe. Yes, yes. When do you receive? Because God has given us all things. Yes. That's why I read Second Peter for you. Right. So that you don't follow after things because they have already been given. Mm. Oh, yes. All things. Yes. Minus nothing. Mm. Abraham is saying, my wife is barren. We have no children. Mm-hmm. That was how the circumstances said. Mm-hmm. Sarah is barren. And number two, she is growing old. She is past the age of giving birth. God says, Mm-mm. Abraham, I am the Lord. I am teaching you to trust me because I am in charge. Of time, I'm in charge of circumstances, I'm in charge of everything. So your worry is already taken care of. I'm your shield, I will protect you. If you think you are going to be a saint, I will shield you. No shame will come upon you. In other words, you know, barrenness was a shame. God was saying, I've already taken care of your shame. Amen. And I am your reward. Hallelujah. That which you will have, the children you will have, mm. they will come from me. Mm. And Abraham saw the stars and the picture. A picture is painted in his heart. Of his future. When he saw the stars. And God told him. Those are your children. A picture. Of him. Being a father. Mm -hmm. Was painted. In his heart. 
That's how faith begins working. You must have a picture of what God has promised in your heart. That's why God has given us His Word. This Word is for painting pictures in your heart. Every promise is a picture. You must begin to see it in your spirit. If you are sick, a picture of your healing. The moment you see it, the moment you see it, the Bible says, when Abraham saw it, he believed God. And it was accounted for him as righteousness. You know the next thing that God did? The next thing that God did, he changed his name. Because he is a God of covenant. And when you make a covenant, Abraham came from a land where covenants were, were, were very popular. And God, when he said, how will I know that this thing is true? God told him, go and bring me an offering. And this offering, I don't have time to deal with it. This offering is the offering of his descendants. How will they be blessed? They will be blessed through giving an offering unto God. Why should they give an offering to God? God does not need an offering. But why should they give an offering? Because they have entered into covenant. The God of their fathers is a God of covenant. And the God of their fathers made a covenant with their father Abraham. Abraham, go and bring an Ifa, three years old, a ram, a, a she goat, a turtle dove, and a pigeon. The offering for the poor, the offering for the rich, and the offering for the middle class. Noah, Abraham, among your descendants will appear in my presence empty-handed because I am in a covenant of blessing with you. And I will bless you because I have entered this covenant. And anyone that recognizes that they are part of your family, they will come before me with an offering. And God changed the name of Abraham and put his name in the name of Abraham and Abraham became Abraham. And he said, your wife will no longer be Sarai. I'm putting part of my name and Sarai became Sarah. And from that time, What is going to be the confession in the home? You see, still, Sarah, according to the flesh, she's buried. Hmm. 
the flesh. Abraham's body is dead. Because he's an old man. But God has given him. So in the home, when Abraham calls his wife, she's, he calls her the mother of princess. Amen. That's what Sarah means. She's never given birth. But every day, Abraham is calling her. She says, you are the mother of princesses. And Sarah calls Abraham. He says, Abraham, the father of nations. So at home, there is a mother of princess that means rulers of nations. And there is a father of those princes. So they continue making a confession of faith, Mm -hmm. calling those Things that are not as though they are. And as they continue to call those things that are not as though they are. They were creating them in the natural from the supernatural. I am here to tell you. That's how we live by faith. By believing and receiving and declaring. What we have received. When we begin to do that. We bring things. From. The realm of the spirit. To this physical realm. Mm -hmm. And you begin to see. Those things that God has given to us. Mm -hmm. Which pertain of life. They become. Material. Because faith. Is a substance. Of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things that are not seen. Mm. And by it, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 2, by it the elders, Mm -hmm. the fathers, received a good report. Mm. They had a testimony. testimony. How? Yes. Did Abraham ever have children? Yes. He had Isaac and Isaac became the father. I don't know why Isaac and also to marry a woman that couldn't give birth. So that I think so that he he can experience some things like his father. So that he will not just say the God of my father. When he talks about the God of my father, he says that God who made me be born when I was never supposed to be born will give me children. Amen. Beautiful wife, Rebecca, couldn't give birth. Hear me. It doesn't matter what you have. It may be barren. I'm closing. It may be barren. But it is 
given to you by God so that God may be God Amen. and make that thing that can never work to work yeah. so that when it works, you yeah. will never give glory to any man, mm. but you will give glory to God mm. because you will know if it were not God, I would have been ashamed. Mm. But now, because him that promised is faithful, I have held onto his promise and I have seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And maybe your problem is not barrenness. Maybe your problem is sickness. Maybe your problem is uh, unhappiness. We all have some things we need to come out of. Mm. Maybe you worry too much. Maybe nobody seems to care about you. Maybe you've lost hope because of all the negative things that have happened in your life. You're not the first. Neither are you the last. Yeah. You began the journey of faith. And if you have not even begun it, you can begin it now. Yeah. And trust in the Lord who caused those things that are not as though they are. And when he begins to call them, then, he, then they become. And the time that takes for them to become from the time he calls them, it is determined by how we grow in that faith. And I close by saying, this is your day. No matter what is happening, trust him. He will make it good. He has given us promises in his word. And all of them are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. So we're going to pray right now. Right there where you are, bow your head. And I want you to lay your challenge before the Lord right now. And I want you to be, I want you to believe with me for a turnaround of things in the name of Jesus. Maybe you are not even born again. You can begin the journey of faith. Father, I thank you for the heavens and the earth will pass away, but your word is established in the heavens. So Lord, arise and let all your enemies be scattered. Show yourself great and mighty on our behalf. And I pray in the name of Jesus, those that are watching this service, wherever they are, they have got all kinds of questions and all kinds of challenges and all kinds of things that are going on in their lives. And the physical may be saying contrary to what the word of God has already said. I pray, Lord, that they will trust you. Some of them, oh God, have given up on having children. Lord, give them faith to know that it is never too late. I thank you. 
Because your word has created an atmosphere of miracles. Let miracles happen right now. The lives of people. Miracles of healing and salvation and deliverance. All for your glory. Are you watching me? The greatest miracle is a miracle of a change of life. And you may be there watching this service and you have never given your heart to Jesus. The promise of God is that He, if you open the door of your heart and let Him in, He will come in and He will live with you. He will never leave you. He will be with you through all what you are going through. And so you can receive Him by welcoming Him just the same way. Somebody knocks on the door of your house. If you want them in, you go and open the door and tell them, come in. God wants you to open the door to Jesus. And by faith, receive Him in your heart. By faith. How do you do that? Just pray this prayer and welcome Him. Say, Lord Jesus, this is my day of salvation. It is my day of change. I welcome you in my heart to become my Lord and my Savior. I believe you died in my place so that I can have eternal life. So Lord Jesus, change my life completely and make me your child. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. As you pray that prayer, Jesus has come into your heart. And right now you belong to him. And he will never leave you. He will stay with you. And he will walk with you and teach you how to do everything to the glory of God. And I want to pray a blessing on those that are hurting things that disturb you, things that are not working, God is able to release grace into your life if you are sick in your body. I want you to believe God right now. I want you to believe God right now for your miracle. It will happen right now, right there where you are. Touch your body and believe with me right now as I pray. Father, thank you so much for the power of God is present to save and to heal and to deliver. I thank you because people have heard the word of faith. And I pray, oh God, according to their faith, they will receive right now. I release miracles of deliverance. I release miracles of Healing. I release miracles of changes. I release miracles of provision right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever your people need, oh God. Let the heavens open. Let doors open. And let the blessing of the Lord be released upon the people of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. I break every spirit of fear. I break every spirit of doubt and unbelief. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that you deliver your people from every fear, from every doubt that it's not going to happen. Let that be broken right now by the anointing that is flowing right now. And let your people have confidence in the word of God to receive the miracles of God. I thank you. I thank you because you hear. I thank you because you answer speedily. Answer right now, oh God. Let your people, let your people rejoice in you as they see the goodness of the Lord. We thank you. We thank you and we praise you. Even for those who have given their hearts to you, Lord. You have a promise in your word that you will save and keep and satisfy. Lord, keep them by the power of your word. Satisfy their lives with good things and their youth be renewed like the eagles. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, check yourself and see what the Lord has done. I know there are so many people that have received instant miracles. And I tell you, it is always good to hear those testimonies. And as the testimonies keep on coming, we give, continue to give God glory and praise. And your testimony may be the next one. I don't know what the Lord has done for you, but you know what the Lord has done for you. Check yourself. You know what you are trusting Him for. And when you realize that it has happened, send us a message. You say, why should I do that? Because we want to give God glory and to praise Him together with you for the wonderful things that he has done. And you know, it's something else about testifying. You give a testimony yeah. about the doing of God. You defeat the devil mm. in the next thing that he wanted to defeat you in. Mm. They overcame him by the testimonies and by the blood of the Lamb. And you can do the same. So we are waiting. You can send us a text message or you can send us a message through the numbers that appear on your screen and we will be blessed to hear what the Lord has done for you. And those who have been with us from JCC family and the rest of you who would want to join in this time of giving an offering unto the Lord, I tell you, uh, we are sons of Abraham by faith. And therefore we come before the Lord and we come with an offering. And so we're going to worship him with an offering. And uh, uh, tomorrow I will be continuing on with uh, the next part of this teaching of living by faith. You can't afford to miss the service at the same time. So join, join us tomorrow at the same time. And right now we're going to put some music uh, for you uh, watching this service at home and uh, you're gonna, I'm going to be coming back uh, to speak a blessing over your life and over your family. Well, thank you so much for being with us all this time. Uh, I want you to know that I love you. I appreciate your time. May the word of the Lord that has come to you, may that word bring you from the level of faith where you are to your next level. 
And if you're just beginning the walk with God, hold on to the things that you have heard and your life will never be the same again. And I'm going to speak a blessing, a prayer for you. Let's all pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you because your word will never come back to you void. But your word will accomplish the purpose for which you have sent it. May everyone that has heard this word be promoted from where they are to their next level. Let others, O oh God, be promoted to new levels in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the word of God dwell in them richly to bear fruit 30, 60, 100 fold. And as your people give their offering, Lord, I pray that you will give it back to them According to the promise of your word, multiplied many times. Let there be no lack in their lives. And let the joy of the Lord and the peace of God continue to abide with your people. Now and forevermore. Amen. The Lord bless you. May he keep you. May his light continue to shine upon you. And the angel of the Lord that watches over us in this house. Watch over you and your family. And whatever you do, may he watch to bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lift up your eyes, look at the fields, the harvest is right. Lift up your eyes, here are the tools are sharp. Work is kept together, lift up your eyes, it is harvest time. You're listening to the most inspiring radio station, JCC Radio, bringing the gospel to you.